But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. everybody we're back for another week of the dismal tide we're here yep um i i said uh at the end of last week's episode that it was low tide so i'm gonna keep that going it's high tide baby the waters are rushing in feel it around your ankles and your knees you know you gotta back the car up a little bit make sure it doesn't get wet i'm lukewarm on this bit but i'm gonna i don't have a better one so i'm gonna say keep going uh and we also have a guest with us today we have we have at keepo man on twitter uh keepo underscore man yep that's it uh, how you doing? How's it going? Good. How How are you guys? Happy to be here. We're do uh, well. I mean, didn't didn't rehearse that part. Didn't know he was gonna ask a question yeah, back. I, I was really I was... ready for that. We could probably should have <laughs> talked about that before the show. I, I gotta be polite, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, you don't. Mike is not polite to me at all. No. Well, he stormed in here, <laughs> and I wasn't ready. I didn't have all my things in order. Um. So with our last guest that we had on, uh, and no pressure on this one, I asked him to uh, describe our show for people and uh feel free to say whatever you want about it as much as you know and michael just uh pick up the other details at the end yeah so, uh we're the dismal tide what are we about here keep up it's a sports show a gossip sports show where you talk about funny stuff in sports right that's about right yeah yeah, it's yeah. About the slanderous sports <laughs> podcast um where mike assaults the troops oh yeah not well, physically not physically. I think all right. Like uh, the 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 tweet about how the the troops could put together a football team and dominate the NFL. That may be uh, a bit of an exaggeration, but a lot of the troops could certainly kick my ass. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm gonna try to avoid getting in a physical altercation with a lot of the troops, and that's not a statement of support. It's just uh, it's just what would probably happen. Uh, and Giba, where are you uh, where are you calling us from? I am from. Just south of Boston, Massachusetts, America's title town, the sports capital of the world. That's right. As they call it. And everyone hates me on the Internet whenever I mention any of the teams I like. Because uh, are I you like a four for four Boston fan. Yes. Five for five. If we want to count MLS, because, you know, those New England them. Revolution are in the playoffs. Yeah, Bruce yeah, Arena. That's right. Bruce Arena coming back to do it one more time. Is the he most, the Revs coach? Yeah. Yeah. The most unprofessional dressing coach i think in all of sports now he just wears the black t-shirt and the track pants <laughs> oh that's just not even trying one up belichick by wearing worse pants wear yeah. nicer things to go get coffee <laughs> and it's one of those black t-shirts too that gets those white sweat stains on it so by the end of the game he's just he just looks awful he's just got salt lines all oh, over. oh yeah just it's bad he's a good coach but man yeah, he's he's earned that at this point yeah it's, he's kind of just like I'm at the the one of the low tier, mid tier MLS teams. We still play in an NFL stadium with the lines on the field. I'm not going to show up. I'll... Yeah, <laughs> wore suits in LA when you know when Beckham was there. We wore suits. But, yeah, yeah. The U.S. Suits. national team first time I wore suits. Second time track stuff and now with the revolution, he's just like, yeah, what's on the floor? Okay. <laughs> 
Like, yeah. it's, it's pretty clear that no matter what he does, he's going to end up with a job. So, like, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah well, it's like it's like being the hotshot coder at the office. Like, you know, he, by the third month, I'm just showing up wearing whatever. Yeah, you do it. Otherwise. Gonna, yeah, it, Bruce Arena has like, well, like I said, he's got nothing to prove at this point. He's just a he's he he's just the best at working within the weird uh, rules and confines of MLS. Now, part of that is because uh, uh, the league constantly changes the rules for the Galaxy, but he's still a very good coach. Is he inside the top 200 coaches in the world? Probably. Yeah. I'm asking you, soccer man. No. There's a lot of teams out there. That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't not top 50, but somewhere definitely uh, not 50. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, easily top 200. Yeah, he's easily, pretty, he's easily good. top. Yeah, team. maybe yeah. like 173. If we were going to put a specific number on it, I don't know. Let's call that canon. Yeah. 173. Okay. It's also hard because like you, you know, just like in the, the like how good of a coach is like Steve Bruce really at this point? You know, it's uh, it, he's I, I was actually listening to second captains today and then he was talking about, how you know, he deserves respect. Um, or there were quotes of his, you know, about how just like how he, how he's just a clown all of a sudden now that he's Newcastle manager. And I'm like, yeah, I guess it's right. People have been a bit harsh on Steve Bruce, but he doesn't really seem to have that many ideas at this point. I wonder if Bruce Arena or Steve Bruce could do uh, a better job as Newcastle manager. I would think Bruce Arena would be better at this point than Steve Bruce. I, I just I just think he kind of would want that opportunity. I think he would, if a Prem team called him, he would be over there in a second. He'd dress up for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd wear at least a track jacket. Long sleeve yeah. t-shirt. The only, yeah. Yeah, the, the only American coach the, the we've ever had over there was when Bob Bradley was coaching Swansea. Um, what, or what was Huddersfield's coach uh, the other year? He was, uh, I think he was like a German-American or something. I, I think he might have had like an American parent, but I believe he was uh, German. David something but david fogner or wagner i forget yeah, yeah. you want to pronounce it i think he's one of those speaking of the troops one of the guys born in germany on a u.s military base type of deal. oh yeah that's one of our richest sources of players it's i think Jürgen Klinsmann uh jumped back in the news in the last like week or two i think he like criticized the u.s national team in some way well, what tournament are the, are the u.s nationals about to play in because i think he calls it just a joke um not with not there's just some upcoming league friend, of nations maybe, is that something, or is oh. that is that Woodrow Wilson? Oh no, there there is a, a a Concacaf like Nations League sort of thing, right? Like UEFA did. Yeah, I think they have something like that. Does everyone have one now? Yeah, I I forget what it is in North America, but yeah, because the European one they did a weird one for that tied into European qualifying, but still nobody cared. They tried to get people to care about the random friendlies in the middle of. Um, the year and it didn't work. No one paid attention really. I think what was the final it was like Denmark and is a uh, Netherlands Italy? Portugal. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> See, I don't even know. Well, no, the England it was in the semifinal and I think they they uh, lost to Netherlands. Um, and that's when uh, the English just went and just like destroyed all of like the quaint like downtowns and like these small Portuguese yeah, uh, towns that were hosting yeah. these because that's. That's just what they do now. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they chant anti scouse songs and destroy small Portuguese towns. <laughs> what a way to retire. Just a great way to live the rest of your your, your oh, golden years. No, that's that that's all the young England fans that are doing that. That's 
I don't I don't think the older ones uh get in on the action as it were. Um, I think they they some of them do. Like the, oh, some of them do. The Leeds fans who just haven't had anything in a while are the ones I think who go over and cause the most trouble. I could yeah. just be you know being completely libelous against Leeds United, but whatever. I don't know. It I uh yeah I think it is a lot of like yeah um the the beaten down or smaller uh northern uh like some of the like you know, yeah northern towns will like send their worst over there because they they were saying like uh, right before the Nations League final uh when Liverpool and Tottenham went to Madrid there was basically no problems whatsoever like occasionally someone would get arrested for like pissing in a fountain but like yeah, no, nothing no got burned down yeah yeah it was just so many people that like they had that um that party that concert the boss night at the at a plaza it was just like a sea of people and everyone was having a good time you know yeah and yeah just no there's no like hooliganism kind of went away when they made everybody sit down i would say in england yeah partially yeah well we're trying to bring safe standing back dorbin's got it everybody wants it Right, boys, you want to get into the uh, yeah, I'll watch the Browns video, the, the show now, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, the other day, Brendan sent me about seven different 17 uh, par- uh, parody songs. Many of them are uh, Old Town Road, uh, or parodies of that nature that are all topical and football related. And I've not watched any of them on purpose. Uh, because I want to, uh, I want to experience them for the first time here, and I'm hoping to hear them once and only once. Because right. none of them seem. I don't. I also. You don't want this to get stuck in your head. You don't want to have to. Oh my god! The next day, I was. I I woke up to Old Town Road in my head. Oh. Um. I started with Old Town Road, and then I started like branching out into other songs that people might have parodied. Uh. It took me a minute. Uh. By the way, we're not watching any Rob Riggle ones. There are so <laughs> many Rob Riggle ones. It was like his bit every Sunday. There's one with him, Ken Jong, uh, doing Adele's Hello. I didn't want to put you through that, but I will put you through it eventually. I'm thinking we just do one of these a week till we get through them all. I, I love so many of them. A, a good bit would be just making me watch whatever uh, Rob Riggle's thing was that week on on Fox, which is always the least funny thing on television for for the, the least funny three minutes of any given week is the uh, Rob Riggle's uh, sketch. So we're gonna we're gonna start with the first one. This is by uh, Keeb Dog, who started with thirty six subscribers when I found them. They now have 
37. Nice. I'll have you know. Is that you? That is me. <laughs> um, they, re- they release a new uh, Browns-themed football song parody uh, every week, just minutes before the games. Um, as I was saying on the way over, uh, that they probably released their 49ers Brown song as Matt Breida was running in an 85-yard t- touchdown, which is a really good timing for your hype song. Um, so as we go, I want you guys to just describe what you feel, just whatever you see in this. I like, I like to know? imagine them getting in an argument with each other because like, it came up right after the game started and then just like, no, nobody's going to get hype. <laughs> <laughs> it was they did a well we're gonna watch this one we're not gonna all focus right, on all right play, play the thing all right, so this is called welcome to the dog pound uh you're gonna probably figure out what song they're parodying pretty quick bro brown's gonna be so good this year i know right dude what if baker takes the browns to the super bowl What's not that he's just such a great thrower of the football at such a... For the Browns Super Bowl contenders. Hey, listen, when we start talking about... I've been telling you, I've been telling you for months. And he is in your face. Yes, yes. He will express himself right nose to nose to, to you. He will take nothing off nobody in a huddle. Man, they're explosive. Didn't know Jim Rome was still on TV. Oh, yeah. He's never going away. Take the Browns to the Super Bowl. He's gonna throw till he can't no more. He's gonna take the Browns to the Super Bowl. The dog pound won't be sad no more. has got his bag. Landry in the flat. Picker throws a bomb. Beckham with a catch. I like how he almost dropped it. I wonder if that was the first take. Uh, explain the, these gentlemen for a second for us, guys. Yeah. Uh, Browns camo shorts. Pause it, keep I'm having trouble. Yep. Thank you. So uh, explain these these two gentlemen because that's what they are. They're two large white gentlemen. Go ahead, all you guys now. Yeah, we have one guy is pretty much got all, and he has the Browns colors in camo shorts, white, orange, and brown, orange sneakers, a Duke Johnson jersey though. He didn't get. I think that's Duke Johnson, right? Thirty-two. It might be. Uh... Or is it Chubb? I think Chubb is 28. I don't think it's Duke because Duke is on the Texans now. I don't, I, these guys are, at the very least, they know who's on their team. So hard to say. But Oh, is it just the Jim Brown jersey, but it's the newer uh, the newer style? Yeah, yeah that's probably possible. what it is. Number yeah. 32. Yeah, yeah. But also guys he like has this. The... Yeah, guys like this tend to have a deep reverence for guys that they never saw play. Well, when you're a Browns fan, that's really all you have is Jim. You have Jim Brown. Then you have a little bit, maybe like, oh, we liked Bernie Kosar for a little bit, and then what? What else is there? <laughs> All right, back into it. Um, give us a play. Keep... Can nobody beat the Browns? Welcome to the dog pound. Dealers are a mess. Ravens cannot pass. Bengals made no moves. The Browns cannot lose. Now Garrett getting sacks. He stops them in their tracks. Ward with a pick. He'll take it in for six. Can't nobody beat the Browns. I think we forgot to mention their age, which is in their 40s. Yeah. Too old to be doing this. Yeah. You know, like, they had to tell their wives, like... They didn't have. They didn't tell them what they were doing. It's like we're gonna be busy for six to eight hours on Saturday. 
this guy looks like a defensive coordinator. I'm not listening as soon as you're wearing cargo shorts. Like, I'm not listening to anything you're saying. Oh, wow. <laughs> now he's edited himself to be standing on top of a newer style, what, Camaro? Yeah, standing on top of a brown colored, it looks like, painted like a brown helmet. The Browns are down 23 to 7 right now. <laughs> It is, uh, it's taking the score off the, er, 31-3. Oh, okay. 21. Is this being filmed inside a storage unit? Yes. Or a garage or something. <laughs> they had to, no, it's he, a he wasn't allowed to do it in his house anymore. Oh, uh, it's the back, it's the back, that's, that's vinyl siding. He's got a lot of Brown's camo pants. They pants do, and shorts. They do have access to a real horse, though, to their yeah. credit. Now, do you think they snuck onto the farm with the horses are? Do you think they paid, like, some guy too much money to walk around with a horse for five minutes? Um, I think they snuck on. I don't know. Uh, he looked pretty comfortable with the horse, actually. Yeah, he, I think he knows somebody with a horse. <laughs> These guys seem like upstanding gentlemen. I, are they in, like, one of their man caves? Or, like, this is a bar. Yeah, it is a in. bar. This, this, this is, is the beginning sign. of the um, they're, they're probably pretty comfortable at whatever their local place is. Oh, is the bartender filming this, or do you think they set their camera up on the at the edge of the bar and just hope that nobody's paying attention? They can just film? Well, in the bar rescue way, all the lights are up, <laughs> which, uh, which which is odd. Yeah, it's it, it, it looks like a just like... The ceilings are as high as our uh, Brooklyn ceilings, which not high, like seven feet. Well, you got a high ceiling upstairs. Downstairs, I got a, a quite low ceiling. This bar looks like a living room. It's it's fucked up to me. I don't care for this. Well, I think that's just the Midwest aesthetic, though, for for bars. This is just they do. They're in. It's in a strip mall. It like next to a Dollar Tree. In then on the other side is like a like a dentist office, and then. It's just a bar. Like that's how the Midwest is. I think every bar is in a a strip mall. That I, I mean, from the bar amount of bar rescue that I've seen, yeah, that's that seems to be the way. That's uh, uh, it's a good place to just get in fights in the parking lot. And you can get in fights with people uh, at the bar. You can get in fights with people who wanted to just go to Joanne's Fabric. You can get in fights with anybody. <laughs> yeah. <that way>. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Kipo, you seem to be in charge of our watch together. Uh, can you start? Can you play the next one? This one yep. is called Thank You, Steph. It's an Ariana Grande parody by uh, a man that I frankly think needs to be protected at all costs. Um, I don't remember his name, though. So here we go. Thought I'd end up with Braun, but he screwed up the cash. <laughs> in the gym, though, yo, Kobe. Now I dribble and pass, even though I ain't scary. And for Steve, I'm so thankful. Wish I could say thank you to Michael, cause he was so graceful. Probably can. You don't think Steph Curry's ever talked to Michael Jordan? Do you think Michael Jordan would recognize Steph Curry? <laughs> Never heard of him. I like editing yourself into the video. <laughs> I 
just wanna touch your leg on the packs. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> that one's short and sweet. I do appreciate that he kept it short. He because is a, he knows yeah. the premise can't sustain itself for like the full three minutes. He's yeah. got a few. Daniel Dude, he's got a few that are that short and that bad. Um, I, you know what? That one's not, uh, it, very little ground was broken with that, but I like, um, uh, I, it got the point across. Do you guys want to watch another one by him? Cause he's got a, he's also has an old town road one. Yeah. yeah let's, course. let's do all the old town road ones. Uh, no, we're doing the hello one. As all well. right. Uh, all right. I'm putting the YouTube link in Skype Kipo. Cause again, okay. you're in charge of this now. <laughs> very professional thing we got going here. Hey, at least I'm good for something. Hey, don't be so hard on yourself, man. You know, I think you're great. Here we go. I think these are the same highlights from the last video. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna shoot my shot. Call it curry mode. I'm gonna drive till I can't no more. I'm gonna shoot my shot. Call it curry mode. I'm gonna... Drive till I can't no more. I got the floater in my bag. Hardens I was scratch. Stacking up these racks. Rings, KD, <laughs> yes, can all the match. same stuff. It's Chum all the my force, huh? Dunks, I need a course. I'd be He's very anti Durant in this like video, which is fun. Now. Can't nobody stop me shooting. You can't stop me shooting. Just screeching can't into the microphone. Nobody stop me shooting. You can't stop me shooting. I'm gonna shoot my <laughs> shot. Call it curry mode. I'm gonna drive till I can't no more. I'm gonna shoot my shot. Call it curry mode. You really missed the parody song linked with this one, though. We're already past a minute. We're about halfway no through. I found my town in NBA All-Star Taking half-court shots I don't care if they're so far 20-point explosions I'ma hit you like a load star Driving down the lane Small and sneaky like a Jaguar Shot so well I'm a sexy snack I'm He's like so a god Men they all think I hack. Wish I could turn all back to my curry mode I wanna drive till I can't no more uh, so in the first one we listened to, he said that he wanted to touch Steph's barebone pecs. That was like that was in the thank you next thing. And in this one, he said he's what it was it's something like uh, such a snack. Yeah, he wants to see him all wet. Now listen, I, love is love is love, but like this is weird. It's a it's a it's a bizarre way to phrase it. <laughs> well, then again, he needed to. He needed to say something complimentary, and it had to be the right amount of syllables. Yeah, was... And he was working with what he had. Shot so wet, I'm a sexy snack. Was the line in the Old Town Road version? Driving down the lane, small and sneaky, like a jaguar. <laughs> uh, there is so many Old Town Road parodies yeah. on YouTube. It is <laughs> shot so wet, I'm a sexy snack. And uh, yeah, it's the same. It's the same like footage that he used for the last one. <laughs> these these videos have have less than a thousand views on them. I think less than a hundred views on them. But remember to like and subscribe. The uh, well, I'm kind of impressed by the the ones we watched before the dog pound guys, because like I said, they posted their Niners uh, Browns one, and within five minutes it had that. Like I said, they had 36 to 37 followers, and I had seen it twice in in the five minutes it was posted, <laughs> and uh, they they were already up to like 38 views. I was very impressed, just like immediately. 
You know what? It's I, just all the iPads and iPhones they've ever owned and still have <laughs> all subscribed. I appreciate their effort in a way because like that takes that took them all week. Yeah, no, they really <laughs> went for it. I also really like their sort of um, uh, Tim and Eric style editing, which uh, I'm not going to give them enough credit to say it's on purpose. It's just um, the best they got. But like how they're doing how what I would describe is just like the sort of like uh, like um, like pinching to zoom in like on an iPhone. You know, it's it's just that all the time. It's not really zooming in. They're they're just getting like bigger and smaller. They're just expanding and contracting on the screen all the time. That I thought was a very nice touch. Yeah, they clearly got the green screen, and they just they had to, they had to go nuts. They just they you know <laughs> they invested in the green screen. It's like we're using this green screen. There's there's no ifs ands or buts. I paid like sixty dollars for this. We're getting we're getting the most use out of it we can. Just arguing about the green screen. Yeah, just like listen, we, we have the green screen. What do you just want to do a song parody in our fucking living room? No, we have to use the we have to use the green screen. Absolutely must. I'd be interested to see their old, like their older videos and to see how far they've come. Yeah, me me too because like these are the only five videos on their channel. Like it's week one, week two, with you know. Oh, so they just started this season. Ju- just started this season. Uh, but like they're only gonna get better. Yeah, no, this is yeah we're. we're <laughs> like big paws on a puppy these guys only get gonna, bigger gonna grow into it uh all right so this last video is my personal favorite um completely irredeemable entirely too long uh it was made four years ago it's got somewhere in like the thirty thousand views uh arena you know that area sort of not arena um uh yeah Kipo, would you mind playing the uh hello lions suck adele parody five minutes Hello. <laughs> Can, we... <laughs> Can you just play the beginning of it again? <laughs> nope. <laughs> the shy look at the camera is pretty good, too. Hello. <laughs> it's me. I was wondering if this would end with a playoff defeat, but no, it's over. <laughs> Week three. They say the Stafford is the best, but he's barely top 30. Hello. Can you hear me? I'm in Foxborough dreaming about the fan I used to be when I was younger and more naive. Thinking how the Lions might go 13 and 3. There's such a difference between us and every other team. Hello from the other side. <laughs> we must have lost a thousand times. The lions are sorry. Something must be done. The Lombardi <laughs> Trophy will never be won. Uh, would you mind pausing? All right, guys, let's explain what's going on. Well, it's just a guy. He's in. in he's sepia toned. Uh, so everything's sepia. He's yeah. uh, he's very beaten down by the lions, as you might imagine. 
again, this is something with a decent amount of production value. Like this, this also took some time, um, which makes it all the more baffling that he chose this song that moves so slowly that like you could have communicated like all of your uh, lines jokes in a much faster way if you'd chosen to do say a baby got back parody like so many have Stafford got sacked would that work or it, immediately there you Stafford go Stafford got sacked yeah Kibo you got a job baby yeah see <laughs> um I also like if you want to do hello that's fine but like you have to have a little self-awareness like you can't fucking sing you can't so well, you can't you I, shouldn't do I the whole that, five I minute video I feel like video. that's part of the joke uh, though but it's but auto-tuned you, but like the none of this is funny the auto-tune's making it funnier. But yeah, you're right. There there aren't really a lot of there aren't really a lot of jokes. There's it's no just jokes. Like, except yeah, it's for just that like Stafford the, line. Yeah, it's just him repeating that the team's bad. It's just it, it's just we keep on losing and it's hopeless. Damn. <laughs> I um, yeah, go ahead, keep to restart it. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what the second verse has to give us. Working blue. Damn, he's hurt. And goddamn you. Sorry, you're breaking our heart, but it don't matter. Is this guy married or no? Long term girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Are we winning? It's so typical of us to blow a large fourth quarter. <laughs> I hope you go to hell. You go to hell. We the only team without a Super Bowl in the NFL. It's not true. It's no not yet. It's all Pat McCall. That the both of us are running out of time. The other side of what? Like, how does that make yeah, sense? That's... Unless he just means a losing team. And you can look up online how many losses the Lions have. Like, it's not a thousand. <laughs> well, maybe it's probably more than that. Over now. T- yeah, I guess the Lions are probably been playing since like the 30s. But even a bad year, you like lose like 12 or 13 times. Yeah. They've lost 659 times. <laughs> this was four years ago, though. Yeah. So not even close, then. It's fucking wrong, man. Yeah. I mean, they've also won four NFL champions. Like, before the Super Bowl, they won four NFC championships. So they're not complete losers like the Vikings or something. What's this bit? I think these are the jokes. These are the jokes. We're in the jokes now. Yeah. Only a minute left. Yeah, see, the... The the chorus features heavily in this song. So, once again... He's, he's adding nothing new over and over again by repeating the chorus. 
Oh, outside now. See, there you go. Now he switched it up. deep football with a Lions fan <laughs> <laughs> I just don't I I think uh 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 look if you had if you brought any of this up to say Matt Stafford I think use uh, uh my favorite uh catchphrase uh, nobody feels worse about this than me <laughs> nobody I, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry that he felt like he had to make. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that that comes back to my favorite line in the song, right in the beginning, where I, he goes, "Hello from the other side, something, something, something." And they used to say that Stafford was great, but he's barely top thirty. <laughs> well, you know, it's hard to do parodies, and yeah. I'm not against the entire genre of parodies. Just well. I have one that might make you go against the entire genre of parodies. It's an older one. But yeah, have okay, you ever I'd seen the, the Danny Amendola Hallelujah parody? Nope. Is but, it Amendola? Oh, no. oh, I'd love to watch it. Okay. Oh, I got, uh, no. I'll, I'll, if I'm you guys want to keep doing uh, these, I have others as well. I have one Seahawks man who's together. the worst man alive. Uh, it's not working on Watch Together. It's one of those ones you got to watch on YouTube. You want to watch it concurrently? Yeah, sure. Uh, let me I'll post the link in Skype. I think I got it. Oh, we got it. it. I got okay. it. I just clicked the thing. All right. Do you have it up? Yep. Three. There we go. Mine's going. Yep, mine's going. Of course, it's a Portnoy. Great. There's there's the man. Our spiritual king. Oh, it's a duet. He's got a he's got a woman involved. Well, Gronk is strong, but we need a jewelry. Saw you staring on your roots, the QB. Brady almost overthrew ya. Not to say the QB is. We know the QB is. Nearly 2,000 subscribers uh, <laughs> this guy has. Nearly three quarter mil- uh, over three-quarter million plays. 781,000. Oh, oh, a third person. <laughs> uh, 
That I'm, ex- I'm really <laughs> excited for the harmonies here. Did he die? Because that's what the video makes it look like. It really does. Like he's in heaven now. Well, he kind of did die. These guys but actually kind of sing though. Yeah, the, these are the most uh, naturally talented of, uh, of of the people that we've seen so far. Ishua. Shot of him crying. <laughs> Did you say Hamandola that time? I think we also need to mention that for some reason at this part, she's in Times Square singing. Yeah. Is there a wedding happening behind her? Looks like it, yeah. The... Yeah, she seems like they're they're filming this while there's something, uh, something uh, more noteworthy happening behind her. Like it, it's very busy because it's Times Square, of course. But it looks like there's a wedding happening, and they're filming this right next to it, or wedding photos at the very least. Yeah, burn Boston to the ground. <laughs> Based on the song Hallelujah, originally by Leonard Cohen. Thank you very much. I would say it's probably the second best version of the song because it probably goes Leonard Cohen's, then Amendola, and then the Jeff Buckley version comes in, I think, after after the Amendola parody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that had, uh, yeah, that was that was the best of them in terms of uh, yeah actual uh, musical ability. The best singers, certainly. well, it's title town, so we even win when it comes to parody songs, I guess. <laughs> you do. That was the worst. The first. That was so you bad. You could do a couple. Yeah, you, could, a... you want to keep going, or do you want to get to the 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 other stuff in the show? I'll let you decide, Mike. Um. Well, how many how many more do we have? Because this Mike, is, we this could do good... this the whole time. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, how are we doing on time? We're about a half hour. Oh, okay. Um. I don't know how many how many more good ones do you think we have? Um, so the, I don't even remember what the rest of the show is, except for <laughs> I wanted to talk about how Daryl Morey completely destroyed uh, the NBA's relationship with uh, with China. <laughs> it was the only um, thing I can think I want to talk about this th- week. There's a lot of Old Town Road parodies. This one's by a child. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yep. You want to hear the child? Yeah, I want to hear a child do this. All right, this is called. I'm gonna send you is the link here, Kibo. Caden yeah. Colesar. Yes. Caden Coleslaw. Caden Coleslaw. Um, dugout bench. Dugout bench. Where's the watch? Touch redundant. Here we go. Caden Coleslaw. <laughs> Look at those forearms. Strong man. That's not Caden, by the way. Take my bat to the dugout bench. Oh no. Oh, no. 
Bases are attached. You can run them too. I've been in the field. You ain't been up off the bench now. Can't nobody be as good as me. You can't be as good as me. Can't nobody be as good as me. You can't be as good as me. Running around the bases, fast as Kenny Lofton. Didn't bribe the uh-uh. You can go and ask him. My life is awesome. Dinglers and backflips. Baseball back from Easton. Gloves on my hands now. Can't nobody be as good as me. Can't be as good as me. Can't He's got the flow right, but he also seems to have uh, the, the thing that I think plagues a lot of these, which is they're doing it at a volume that suggests they're trying to make sure no one else hears them doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> mom and dad are asleep upstairs. And yeah. <laughs> Second East invention of the... The chorus is written as if it was someone who's only ever heard about baseball. <laughs> to be fair to this child. And then... It, uh, by the way, it should, should here's oh, the kid. This is, is the kid. Him? This is Caden. Watch him hit. He's about to hit. Ooh, let's. Oh no, that was no, a different no. video. I saw. I saw a bit of what Caden had to offer. No, the it, it's worth mentioning that yeah, it's it's the it starts with just like a slideshow of Indians players, and then the entire song is just a black screen with like the editing software watermark in the bottom right corner. And oh no! All right, this is gonna be the last one. We're gonna do one more. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you see there, Kipa? What's it say before Positive you Positive or negative? Uh, what do you think? I would hope that it's in support of the topic, but I'm not confident that it is. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> Only Brendan knows for sure. This is, what is it called again? The NFL Kneeling Protest Parody <laughs> by The Ronnie Bus is the name of the user. Yeah, it's... Um, good. And I just want you to call out the things that he's... Oh, no. Burning Kaepernick jersey. Burning, Burning Marco a... Murray jersey. Calvin Johnson jersey. Oh, what? They got players for our anthem. Now choose to kneel. Soon oh, no. Will be a big value uh, just wait till it gets homoerotic, guys. Guys on a knee. These schmucks will soon be earning Kaepernick's salary. That's an old Jags jersey. Who is that? Mark Brunel? They were just throwing in any uh, burned vo- uh, jersey footage from any year. They just needed a lot. Oh, there it is. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Come oh, on, no. man. Yep, there it is. Brady yeah, the YouTube right wing so, is all it says on guy, the screen right now. He's a, that's a gold, Vegas Golden Knights fan. Yeah, burning like an NFL jersey from he's every. Done. Game. Oh, I remember this guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, this this the Steelers the old Steelers man I remember. It's just a, a computer generated image of a mansion. Oh man. Oh god. Isn't that guy actually get murdered? Yeah. I think that was the guy in South Carolina. That was the guy that got shot in the back, right? Yeah, in like I South think Carolina. So. Yeah, yeah, great. But uh oh, they'll just kneel on their endorsement shoes. Do they even play? I look a kneeling party. Yeah, your protest is wrong. Oh no. It's kind of like parties. That's. Just gone to the stock photos portion. Oh. <laughs> oh no. So it just ripped off their Steelers t-shirt to reveal a Trump t-shirt beneath it. Yep. I was up till three in the morning watching these. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, how do you feel? Um, the last one really uh, uh it it. They were they were pretty feel good up to that point. Uh, the some of them were bad. Uh, the child was he wasn't he wasn't great, but he was a child, and I don't hold it against him. At least uh, the child the child's like intent was in the right place. He just yeah, wanted child, to make a funny song about buying Easton baseball bats. Yeah, there was nothing overtly racist about uh, wanting to take his bat to the dugout bench. I'm concerned that he doesn't know that everyone's that people are better than him at baseball yet. That's going to be a tough lesson for Cody. Uh, he might grow out of it. He'll probably want to join a band or something. His voice. Speaking of which, his voice reminded me back, and I don't even know if anything is still like hosted on this website anymore. But um, uh, when I was in bands in high school, there was uh this band that we came across that seemed to be substantially more successful than us, uh, still relatively speaking, um, called Agreements in August, and they were uh. They were an emo band, but they were uh, there was their singer was uh, a kid whose voice hadn't dropped yet. And um, it was delightful. And I and I have to see if I can find their music because uh, the, the song, it's it's all very typical uh, of the genre, except sung by a child. And. I don't know if I can ever find it again. I don't know if Pure Volume still exists. Oh, I forgot about that website. Yeah, probably but we, not. If, so if uh, if it does, uh, yeah, for for listeners, go go search for the band Agreements in August and see if you can find any of any of their songs. And maybe they're still going. Maybe they're all like, uh, I guess they their singer would probably be roughly twenty seven at this point, thereabout. And who knows. His voice may still not have dropped. Yeah, I hope, was just I him. He not. was a grown man. <laughs> he, had just... a ch- he had a kid.
All right, so let's let's graduate from the parodies to uh, to add other content. Brendan's been distracted by the Niners. Ah, uh, no, they're 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 fucking cruising. Oh, they're all right. It's twenty-eight 20, to three. Twenty-eight three. Um, yeah. So uh, as Mike alluded to earlier, uh, Daryl Morey has destroyed destroyed <laughs> the uh, many billion dollar <laughs> Chinese basketball industry. This, I I really wouldn't have guessed that this would be such a big deal and clearly neither did he uh but he did fuck up like they sell so many rockets jerseys in china i know but even then he even as someone who works for the rockets and knows that his voice sort of carries this kind of weight i don't think he would have thought that it would become this much of a problem where, like, Rockets games are blacked out in China now. <laughs> See, I had a theory for about five minutes yesterday where it's like, did he do it on purpose? Because, you know, they had that rough summer. That, like, there was, they were going back and forth in the media. And it's like, was that his, like, nuclear option to get out? Was to slightly criticize um, the Chinese government? That's kind of it. I like that because now basically any player or a uh, member of the front office now holds that power. You know that you can destroy like in a, in a way that no uh contract holdout or uh other form of like protest can. You can hurt your team in ways that they never imagined by just uh by supporting <laughs> the the Hong Kong protests. You can yeah, you can just nuke the, the your team's relationship with with the entire Chinese market. Was that Daryl Morey this summer who said that, like, this is stressful and hard, this kind of sucks? Like, was basically his thing? And he was like, I'm thinking about quitting because this sucks. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if it was. Yeah, I remember I, th- I, I heard a podcast the other day just on, like, Spotify, like, uh, the Daily Drive thing. It just popped up, and it was an interview with him and the Astros general manager. And Daryl just went so hard on the apps, like, the free apps. Just ordered, like, I think four apps for himself. And then ordered a steak for himself. <laughs> I don't think he's in a good place, is what I'm saying. Stress eating. Does he? Uh, yeah. Is he, uh, him and Simmons still talk all the time? Well, I probably because um, the Ringer was the first place that had like a story up about how it almost cost Maury his job. So I mean, who who else would be the source besides Maury to the Ringer? Yeah, there's. Uh... Yeah, I I saw the the Bobby Big Wheel tweet yesterday. Just Daryl Morey's Twitter account will soon be mostly updates on the successful grain harvest in Henan <laughs> Province. But yeah, and also someone uh posted the side by side of the official NBA press release in English and then in Chinese and how they differ. Um, the NBA's original st- the NBA statement in English says that uh, we recognize Maury's views are well paraphrasing, but recognize that Maury's views have deeply offended many in China, which is regrettable. Uh, translation posted in Chinese media: extremely disappointed in Maury's inappropriate statement. No doubt he's severely hurt the feelings of Chinese fans. And like that, yeah, they're <laughs> the the one that they're releasing over there is just like uh, it's just like he he is on the brink of death, and just like there's no comeback for this. I I do like that this is like the the good league. This is like the woke league. It's like the NBA well, wouldn't do this. And he's like, well, uh, he just like immediately went self-serving and he's like, China, we're so sorry. The money, the money comes first. I really enjoyed also the fact that, uh, uh, Yao Ming is the, the head of the Chinese basketball association. Yeah. Now <laughs> he's not allowed to come back now. I, I don't know. I, I don't think that's true, but 
That what the yumming part? Well, it can never be photographed in Houston again. <laughs> yeah. I oh, did you hear that? No, no, no. But okay, that's. Okay. I feel like that's probably just what it is now. He's just got to turn his back on them. Take my jersey. Turk, take my number down out of the rafters. Yeah. Uh, Week. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say like, and also the bots that have been just attacking Maury all all weekend. Just some wild, wild stuff. Like, I'm reading one right now that says, like, just in Daryl Morey's mention, it says, fight for freedom, stand with 9-11, U.S. is a beacon of world freedom. And then it's just pictures of um, the Twin Towers getting hit and the KKK. Just in his mentions. Just, it's, I'm trying to find the other tweet where someone, um, just threatening Morey's family, all sorts of fun stuff. I, I like the there's a Matt V. Brady tweet that just uh, me, these Hong Kong protests. Oh, geez. Chinese bot reply three seconds later. Your ass is a gaping maw of opinion. The wife you mm-hmm. seek has died. The ancestors will not welcome you home. That's basically <laughs> what Maury's and, and I, mentions are. I didn't know that that was based in some truth. <laughs> but oh, man. So <laughs> to just go just going to uh, all the all what hurts Americans the most. Just like, well. They're clearly uh, they're self-loathing about all the racism in 9/11. <laughs> well, this is what happens. This is what happens when you've uh, upset the uh, Chinese bot farm, and now they're out for blood. Uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, yep, October 8th, 2019, mm-hmm. is notable for one uh, very large reason to me. Uh, it's when Trevor Bauer. Begins his Sirius XM radio show. Oh, nice. Twi- wonder, twice a month. I wonder if he'll talk about China on that. Uh, he's going to exclusively drones. Well, there's the there's the, the two kinds of Trevor Bauer content, uh, which is um, his uh, 69 420 jokes. And then there is him being extremely upset about being asked uh, uh, questions about uh, um, anything. Yeah, targeted harassment and 69 jokes. That's yeah. the Trevor Bauer experience. <laughs> Would the uh, the I identify with jokes that'd be under targeted harassment, correct? I think they've almost I think they've told him specifically not to do that. <laughs> I Full I'm, stop. I'm going to go ahead stop. and say that do not do the attack helicopter jokes. I identify as an attack helicopter. I We were going to try to do a a a, a history of a uh, Trevor Bauer's uh, relationship with um, the co- constantly being at war with the world around him, uh, and I I never got to it, but I it's I, only it, getting harder. Yeah, he's the, about the, to have so much more content. Well, yeah, I was saying I was gonna save it for when there was a notable Trevor Bauer thing, but then his radio show snuck up on me. So, <laughs> is it on? Going is it going to be on the MLB channel on Sirius XM? Is it going to be on like yes? The Howard Stern channel, like no MLB Radio, MLB Network Radio, twice a month starting October eighth. Uh, I wonder if he'll do it in season, and like if he's having a bad season, how long it continues. That would, oh. too, yeah. Slowly Sorry. watching, watching him lose his mind over the course of a season because he has to keep on going on it. If oh, if he had to take calls, that would be funny. He's <laughs> such an egomaniac that yeah, he wouldn't stop doing the show. He. He'd keep going. It would be like that um that old New York public access video. Have you ever seen that one, the prank call one, where they just keep calling the guy over and over again? Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's worth looking up. It just it's like from the eighties, and it's like a New York public access show, 
and they just keep that like same three people keep calling them and telling them the same guy to go like they some of them are smart and they'll like start talking like oh yeah um, i have like a genuine question here and he's like okay what is it and he, the guy sounds so relieved he's like um what's it like to go fuck yourself <laughs> it just is like 30 of those things the guy doesn't give up he keeps the same focused demeanor so that's impressive but yeah it's it's that's what I can that's what I can imagine Trevor Bauer doing, like through the face of prank calls. Just it's not bothering me. It's not bothering me. And then he'd this, eventually melt down. Yeah. Not not mad actually laughing. This is actually very funny to me. Um Yeah, he wouldn't be he listening would, if he, he didn't would, care. Yeah, he would lean into how much money he makes. It just shows that our message is getting through. A lot of mom's basement jokes, things of that oh, nature. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy the the Chris James bit that he's been doing a lot more lately, which is uh, he, he's just like I, I read up a I read a write up on you in this magazine, and then he just glows talks about in glowing terms this write up in the magazine just over and over. He's like, yeah, and they're just like they're talking about you. It was very positive, like it was unbelievable. Until, and you just like keep saying it like that until the host says, what what magazine is it? And you go, oh, it's dipshit magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Get on up on. <laughs> I, that, yeah, if, that's, if, that's kind of a perfect bit. That's, if Trevor Bauer, yeah. if Trevor Bauer takes calls, I'll do that to Trevor Bauer. All right, we'll get Trevor Bauer at the Dipshit Magazine. Oh, I don't have SiriusXM though. Oh so. uh, well, uh, well, we'll we'll find a way. We'll get you on there somehow. We'll talk to Andy. I bet he is serious. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's next? What's in the rundown? We got so many Old Town Road 30, parodies. Yeah, Old Town Road through. parodies in, in Slack. Oh yeah, I'm still trying to get blocked by that guy from the Whip. Um, it's not really much to talk about on the show there's just a guy on wip in philadelphia who tweets out the most boring uh uh joe giglio yeah yeah or giglio i don't know giglio but he just tweets out the most boring and like banal opinions about absolutely everything so i just repeat them back at him or just something of the sort back at him and he hasn't he hasn't said anything to me yet but i think i'm hoping that he's going to start catching on no, because that's all FM radio or sports radio is just like you, you say things like you, you absolutely can't do things like that, Joe. And that that's what everybody who calls his actual radio show says. Like you're you're no different. You have to stand out a little more. That's But yeah, but I feel like taking the time to type it out when uh, when he just po- posts an opinion and I just go, like I also think that like, that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get him to yell at me and he won't. The only sports radio guy who seems to get really mad at people is Mark Madden in Pittsburgh. He'll go he'll go off at people who say like the simplest things to him on Twitter. Wait, is this the guy? Does he have like a a reputation? Like I mean, like is oh, yeah, he the yeah. guy that's gotten like in legal trouble for things? I I don't, I don't remember if that was a legal Pittsburgh trouble. print journalist or radio guy, but I believe there was like. A, uh, it wouldn't so surprise me if just he, like uh, emotionally abusing employees. Yeah, it wouldn't. So he's been around forever. He was even on like the end of WCW. Um, he was the the announcer for like the last year of it, and he he just and for some reason he has a Liverpool avatar as his Twitter like picture. It's just the Liverpool logo for a guy from Pittsburgh. But I, I don't I don't know if he was the one who ever had problems, but no, he'll like. <laughs> he just will anything you say to him on Twitter, he'll respond. So if you want to have fun with somebody, it's probably him. <laughs> yeah, keep us the good guy to ask about <laughs> yeah. pissing people off on Twitter. You are, <laughs> we we really just barely scratched the surface of your online presence, which I find <laughs> pretty fantastic and fun. 
No, yeah, we, uh, yeah, Harley touched on your uh, uh, documenting of of Bill Simmons related things. Oh yeah, like uh, my Google alert for Bill Simmons blackface. Yeah, which swear, which 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 hit. <laughs> yeah, it hit when Sarah Silverman was on because she was talking about the episode of her show. But I swear that he had a Halloween costume at some point where he he donned he put on blackface. I know it. It's gonna come out one day. I want to be right there when it happens. Just first one. What do you think the context? Was? Who do you think about Deadland bias? I don't think it would have been Deadland bias. I think it would have been like a tribute to Reggie Lewis, but in his college <laughs> years, I would, I would, it would probably be. Now, do you just, think he's just doing the face, or is Bill Bill Simmons going full Trudeau and like arms and knees? I think and... he's yeah, he's good. It probably is just that picture of Greaseman, yeah. but it's a Celtics jersey instead of a um a Dream Team jersey or well Harlem Globetrotters Ooh. jersey was it? Yeah. Yeah, Bill Simmons uh, dressed did a full on Manny Ramirez costume in 2005. It would not su- see that's nothing would surprise me at this point. I, I know I know it's out there. It's gonna come out one day. Dreadlocks. It's gonna be like the governor of Virginia. It's gonna be like um in a yearbook somewhere, some Holy Cross yearbook. <laughs> oh man, he uh yeah I I say Manny Ramirez with yeah full blackface. Uh, with the full dreadlocks as well. I think that the dreadlock era, Manny, I think I he would do one of those. I wouldn't be surprised if it was 1980s Patriots like Irving Fryer. Wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't not surprise me. And and again, yeah, purely out of love. Yeah, yeah you're trying to find that sweet spot before he got famous. Like maybe he was still a writer, but some, somewhere between like 18 and 25. Yeah, it was some point where his dad was paying his Charlestown rent. He, he felt confident enough to still go out in in blackface. Well, it's well, it's him in blackface in loving tribute to Irving Fryer at, at Holy Cross. But Jacko has a noose around his neck. Oh yeah, yeah. Jacko is the, he he probably would go as George Wallace or something. I, I'm trying to just think of a notable racist. Well, he would just <laughs> go as himself if he wanted to be a notable racist. <laughs> All right, uh, Brendan, how, how familiar are you with uh, uh, Bill Simmons and uh, and his ilk? I so like I I followed some ringer stuff. I I used to read him on page two. Um, I don't know who Jacko is, but I do that know his, cousin Sal. Yeah, Jacko was his uh, Republican friend. Um, Never Trumper, I, but um, I forget. I think it was Jesse Farrar had the tweet where it's like, <laughs> or he said it on the stream the go off kings. He said like he has this friend Jacko who's like I don't like Trump, but the economy's great, and that's pretty much what the podcast is when he has him on. <laughs> That's that's about right. He, uh, yeah, um, I remember. Yeah, big. Um, uh, I believe he was a big like uh, McCain and Romney guy. Um, and then, uh, yeah, climate denier. Uh, I remember one of the first tweets uh, I've ever sent. Uh, back in two thousand nine was, uh, the uh, global warming is real, and when the ice caps melt, I hope they hope they drown Mark Teixeira. <laughs> And yeah, I, I sent, a big I sent, fan. And I, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing that he's a Re- Republican and Yankee fan. So he was the uh, he's supposed to be like the antithesis. Rudy of Giuliani. Bill. Yeah. Yeah. He's Rudy Giuliani to Bill Simmons, <laughs> Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that picture? Yes. Yeah. With the one with the, the rings. rings. Just yeah, the yeah. I saw them both. Yeah. I. I wasn't on Twitter in 2009. I am now. Already. Yeah. Well, look. Yeah. Look at you. Look at me now. Yeah. There was uh when they were talking about it on uh, on on Block Party. I think like just talking about when Simmons all of his like stories about um just 
the Vegas stories where just like, yeah, so we were trying to get this blackjack dealer to take her top off. <laughs> and I yeah. forgot about that. I forgot about uh, the, the, the skeeziness of of so many of those stories. I got to go back and, and read them all. I really rem- I remember like the big columns. I remember uh, the theme, uh, like the levels of losing and and things like that. Um, I remember the the first time I remember uh, you that, watch. Uh, no, the cartoon? no, they have their own thing now, but it started with Simmons. Oh, I think he used yeah. to do a bunch yeah. of them. Do you remember when they had the animated Bill Simmons cartoon on no. page two? Yeah, for a while they had like a Flash cartoon of um, Bill Simmons. And the only one I remember is he went to like a store to buy the Rocky box set and they took out five and smashed the, the DVD. And that was the whole joke for the, the sketch. It was some great content. <laughs> but... To Bill Simmons' credit, page two is the only like there was. I was not good enough at finding anything funny on the internet. Like I, I read every page two article. Oh no, like, this the, is as a time. I, I loved it. Yeah. I mean, uh, in in retrospect, well, Bill Simmons doesn't have, age well. We've grown apart. I th- yes. but when, it's not when I was, for me. When I was 18, I read quite a lot of uh, Simmons stuff. Well, there was a little bit like, especially when the Ringer started and the Grantland days, where Bill started to pretend to become woke like he did he stopped saying the name of the washington football team but like in this last year he's just gone all in on like the adam carolla stuff like i think adam has had a bad influence on bill yeah yeah that's (laughs) i'm surprised he didn't have like dennis prager on to promote that movie he did with carolla i was waiting for that episode yeah uh well yeah getting all the planting all the seeds in his head watching uh, football at Kimmel's house. Well, yeah, his new thing now is um, you can't do comedy anymore. He's a big um, PC is ruined comedy guy. Suddenly, <laughs> like whenever he had um, any comedian on, like he could have like John Mulaney on. He'd be like, what do you think about this PC culture? How hard is it to make jokes now? Like, that's every question now to every comedian. He probably asked to Sean Penn too. Sean, <laughs> the, just the tone deafness to still release the episode with Sean Penn the day after the Antonio Brown story broke. <laughs> he put a disclaimer in the episode where he's like, listen, we cut out all the Antonio Brown stuff. Now here's my interview with Sean Penn. <laughs> 14 minutes long. Yeah. It, it, he's. Man, I just I haven't listened to the podcast since he did the um, he compared his friend Joe House not being able to say the name of the Washington team to a gender joke where he's like, oh, what, you, you're misgendering them, like went on with it. And then later in the episode, brought it up again. And Cousin Sal and Joe House were clearly uncomfortable during the whole thing. But Bill was having the time of his life. <laughs> I I just remember in episodes of the, the BS report um, when he would have Chuck Klosterman on and Klosterman would just uh just run circles around him any discussion oh, yeah. that they got in he would just like find an argument and and Klosterman would just just beat him <laughs> and everything but he still and, does that bill loves that yeah Klosterman still goes yeah. on and um yeah and i i also haven't read uh, uh, much of anything that he's uh done for uh for a long time too but like um but it, it was very funny to heard Simmons to have any guest on that he would just lose every single argument to. Well, I just remember um, when Klosterman would just talk about how he doesn't have any favorite teams. He's like, so you're a sports atheist. He's like, no, I believe sports exist. 
<laughs> it was just stuff like that for an hour. That's yeah, and uh, yeah, and I remember yeah when he got like one of the first ESPN podcasts, and they he was mad because they insisted on calling it "Eye of the Sports Guy" and not the BS Report, and that's when they had the Subway Fresh Take Hotline. Oh. I forgot about the Subway Fresh Take Hotline. ESPN Radio, baby. Yep. Can I just bring up one other thing? Um, oh, yeah. Go, go as long as you want. Why does everyone call Cousin Sal Cousin Sal when he's Jimmy Kimmel's cousin? Like, imagine I, that's what you're known for is being some guy's cousin. That's, I mean, that's a very radio thing, though, I guess. Uh, yeah. Like, when you think about people in, like, the Stern extended universe or whatever... You know, I, I think uh, I think being called Cousin Sal, I think it fits his character perfectly. And uh, and uh, he, he seems like the sort of guy who doesn't mind that kind of thing. When the guy that's much funnier than you makes a joke or a reference, you just keep it going no matter what. Yeah, like on the uh, on uh, it's like on the, the best show, like uh, Chris Gethard's uh, brother, Greg. Oh, uh, always I met called, the Greg yeah. <laughs> I met, when I met I met Greg Gethard at a Chris Gethard pool party show and I went up to him and I said oh I'm a fan and he's like what why would you be a fan of me and it was pretty much just from his best show calls but still it was pretty pretty awkward <laughs> yeah I I yeah it's uh it, but th- yeah that was always the the uh the joke about him and just just constantly unable to call without mentioning his brother (laughs) who even uh, like even back then like when he was calling a lot was an extremely niche celebrity and he was still cashing in on his name (laughs) yeah well there's also the same thing happens with wally wacky man where they always will bring up his brother now well Um, that was uh that's just a whole other thing that was a whole the um who's that Wally Wackerman is a puppet that would uh, call in. <laughs> <laughs> is this Bet Show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Wally, okay. Wally I thought this Wackerman. is Bill Simmons. Um, no. No, no. Uh, it's, which? Zach Walliner? Zach Walliner is the TV director. No, Jason Walliner is the TV director. Yeah, Zach Walliner. And, and the Zach is here. the voice of Wally Wackerman. And there was an, there, there was an episode, there was a call where he seemed to have... Um, a, a sort of identity crisis and did it, but it all happened in character and uh, it, it, it got called the felt down. Yes. <laughs> but it was when he just kind of lost it on air, but in character as, as Wally Wackerman and had a long argument with Tom. <laughs> and it was some of the most captivating radio I've ever heard in my life. It was so funny. And Tom yelling at him that he was letting <laughs> like you're sl- he was slipping out of the voice and he's screaming at him. <laughs> that was perfect. Unfortunately, that didn't make the box set, but it that absolutely should have. Well, Did I'm you just at... look for your box set as well, Kibo? Yeah, I'm looking yeah, at I it right my, now. Mine's right over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what else what else we got? We got a is, um, that, our, is that our show? So to to lead us out, I. Uh, and if you don't have a story relating to this, that's fine. Um, maybe tell whatever comes into your head. But I'd like you guys to tell a story maybe about a, a time you've been fired. Dude, have, have either of you ever been fired? I guess let's start there. I haven't been fired, but I have quit with no notice. How'd that um, go? You do? Yeah, it was, it was just um, a supermarket job in high school that was just awful. And um, 
I was stalking the milk and I pushed it too hard and just one of like three of them fell down and hit the floor splattered everywhere and I just walked out I wasn't dealing <laughs> with that just left I'm yeah, not I just that left. up that store's closed now so I don't think it was my fault but it could be that those three milk those three gallons of milk were put them put them out um I never yeah I never got fired but I until I was about 21 I exclusively quit jobs by just not going anymore and not telling them like that's uh that that was my preferred way of of quitting things just don't answer calls yeah as a as someone with a lifelong fear of direct confrontation like going to explain why I don't want to be here anymore which by the way which at the time like all I uh all you really have to do is just like you you're not going to hurt the feelings of your manager at Kohl's no. by saying you're not going to be working there anymore. But I didn't know that at the time we, uh, me and, a uh, like one of the worst things you can, uh, tell like a 16 year old to do is, um, just again, if you got any friends who uh, want to work here, you know, we were hiring and we just loaded up the Kohl's receiving warehouse with, uh, our friends. And so, uh, eventually, uh, gang mentality uh set in and we were just breaking stuff all the time because we're just like well it doesn't matter just like stuff breaks when it comes off the truck you just go put it in that pile and then that turned into just and then that turned into just (laughs) breaking everything (laughs) um and then uh, but but uh somehow uh we were we were no one ever caught on to what was happening despite there being an incredible amount of uh broken stuff and also i did I, i did steal like 50 box cutters um and they uh, did uh, they did ask doing crimes um no it was like the 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 cheap ones that it's just like the metal sleeve and just like the okay blade, just yeah. the razor blade but, yeah but I, every day i just took another one home and they were just like our box cutters keep disappearing and i was the first one to say like no they're not there's plenty <laughs> but i just had a huge pile of them it's one of my favorite simpsons jokes it's just another day another box of stolen pens <laughs> Um, I, I, my firing story is not especially interesting. Um, but I, I was, and yet you brought this up. Uh, well, cause we're, we got one more after me. Okay. Uh, it was just, you know, end of the work day on Friday. They didn't want to pay my benefits anymore. They found, uh, two part-timers to do my job and they got rid of the full-timer. Just that classic scenario of making it my fault. <laughs> um, but w- the way I was not fired was being asked to drive to my boss's house at for something in the morning. Oh yes. Arrive there at five to be fired on Monday morning, much like uh, head coach of the uh, the Washington football team. Washington football team. Uh, Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden. Thank you. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I was getting Daniel Snyder. Can you uh, imagine the fucking arrogance of making somebody drive to your house at five in the morning to fire them? Yeah. Like, just do it on the fucking phone. Oh wait, it was at Snyder's house. Yeah. Oh, wasn't it? Th- so, so he didn't. So he got to go back to bed. Gruden was summoned to the Red to Redskins Park for a 5 a.m. meeting. Oh, it wasn't his no, house. It, it was Redskins Park. But either but, way. But even that, that's also total psycho behavior from Dan Snyder uh, to to he, himself be there at, what, 445 in order to set, in order to fire someone? The, the coach who said, if the keys still work on Monday, I'll go do my job. Like, he knew it was coming. Why yeah. do you have to make his ass wake up so early? I don't know. They, again, he's getting – He's got a contract. They're paying him out for this. He just gets to just hang out now. And sit on the floor of bars and hit on 22-year-old girls and smoke weed like that video that came out. 
What was this? <laughs> you didn't you didn't hear about this? Of Jay Gruden? Yeah. No. I think I'm getting this right. Um, I hope a video, so. A video came out of him, um, like partying. Yeah, here it is. It's on Deadspin. Videos of Jay Gruden out partying have re- recirculated with suspicious timing. <laughs> yeah, videos featuring Washington football coach Jay Gruden out on the town smoking a cigarette of some kind, as well as oh. spitting game at what appears to be a much younger woman, have been making the rounds online over the past day or so. <laughs> and this was, was this like on Saturday or recently? Sunday. Oh, okay. I don't know when the videos were, but it came out again on um like Friday, Saturday. Jay Gruden having a Belinda Brown style public meltdown pissing on a car. Uh, I actually heard I, I, I've been watching Sunday NFL countdown as a, a means of self-flagellation. Yeah, uh, I watch a lot of first take now. I just I just <laughs> deserve this. Uh, and, and Rex Ryan honestly said something that made me laugh. Uh, whoever he coached after the Jets, the Bills. Yeah. He was talking about the Bills, and, and they were just like, oh, be careful uh, be careful what you say or something like that. He's like, ah, what do I care? They're still paying me money anyway. I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That was a fully guaranteed contract. Yep. Like, he doesn't give a shit. Sure. Probably deferred that over a couple of years. Mm-hmm. No yeah, less. Yeah, stretch it out for 10 years. What do I give a shit? By the way, on the subject of the Bills, did that guy die? The guy who jumped the— yeah. He didn't did you, move. Did you see that the guy who tried to like vault the the uh the railing? Yeah, and I saw go through it. a table. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, I would like an update from uh from from Bill's Mafia if if an official spokesperson probably uh <laughs> probably it's the guy who sprays sh- some shirtless yeah a shirtless spokesman for Bill's Mafia if they could please let me know if that man is alive. Because I have my doubts. I hope I hope he turned out okay. But he's I, hurt. He's hurt pretty bad. Like he's calling out of work for this. Yeah, he's gonna miss some time. He did not die. This the update I've found. Um, it says he didn't die, and there is good news. So I don't know if that means that like he's awake in the hospital or if he was <laughs> fine. Just going by, there was good news. Well, this is a road game too, so his uh, yeah, so from, a, from a health insurance perspective, this was out of network. So, I, but I imagine there's a GoFundMe for him. We'll uh, we'll, we'll post the link if we find the GoFundMe <laughs> for the Bills fan who 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 stayed alive. According to Reddit, someone posted that he got taken to the hospital on a bodyboard, but CT scan showed no bleeding, only a bad concussion. Oh, only a bad concussion. Um, no bone breaks. So. <laughs> Mason Rudolph uh, did his impression of him in the game, just out fucking cold, oh, just I, asleep on the ground, just half dead. I didn't did you, see this. Did you hear why they had to walk him off the field? Yeah, because of... the fucking uh, whatever the cart didn't work. They yeah. tried to bring the cart out for Mason Rudolph, and you're like, yeah, it's just it's not they, working today. They got it onto the field and then couldn't get it to start to get off the field, so they had to <laughs> so walk had him to off the field. Walk him off. That's that's the sort of thing that only ever seems to happen in in South American soccer games when like the stretcher bearers just like fall or something or like they get tripped by a dog. Those are funny. I yeah, really like, like that. Those... And the player just like, what the fuck? That the guy when the stretcher bearers fell twice. That 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 one was particularly good. That yeah. was special. Uh, all right, I'm out of content for today's show. Out of, out of stuff. You know, and that's good. It's a good runtime. We covered a lot of Bill Simmons-related uh, uh, content. We watched all the good parody videos. Not all of them. But not all of them. Well, you got to <laughs> gotta keep some powder dry. 
All right, Kipo, do you have uh, anything you'd like to plug? Um, Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Kipo underscore man, and that's about it. Um, I got nothing else going on, but hey, if you ever want to chat, you know, talk to me on Twitter. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Join the Bruin specific Discord. Yeah, the Bruin specific Discord we that have I'm in, that I'm in for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> just for some reason. Like I said, um, oh yeah, I'll have any other fan of any hockey team can come on. We got one. So. <laughs> we have one. To, yeah, it's six. There's seven of us in the entire thing. Six Bruins fans, and then me, a Devils fan. So I've I I even stopped posting in the other the non Bruins channel because I'm the only one that would. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like it's hard to just go on to Twitter and just talk about the refs being unfair to Boston teams. So I just created a space <laughs> where we can do it without having to worry about people getting mad at us for the defending Eastern conference champions to be like, Oh yeah, they're being treated unfairly by the <laughs> NHL. Yeah. I, I already don't care. I already want you. <laughs> no Boston fan is allowed to complain in my in earshot. Yeah, you know, it's it's unfair what Kyrie did to the Celtics type of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you need a, need a safe space yeah. for this. Yeah, you need a space to say Taco Fall is the next Bill Russell slash Will Chamberlain. I watched the highlights package. You looked good. Yeah, you had the one put back dunk and the one block. Yeah, the um, block looked good. Yeah. Enormously tall, man. He's very tall. 7'6", right? Un- undeniably Seven, tall. Seven five. I'm just very uncomfortable that there are already people dressing in taco costumes. Yeah, that, like, I did see. I saw those two guys who need to calm down. Yeah, it's <laughs> come on. Let's just think for a second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I am at Brendo Big Bucks. I almost forgot my Twitter handle. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you've said the old one uh, before, so I did the but it's a difficult transition. It's a lot to remember. That's uh, at um, uh, Mega Clang on twitter uh follow our shit this has been a lot of fun keep out literally anytime you want to come on you just let us know you, you got you. something you want to get off fun. your chest we'd be happy to be your mouthpiece okay yeah i got something to get off my chest the way that the nfl has treated tom brady over his entire career all right so this has been a good <laughs> week for everybody i'll talk to you later Kipo. um all right guys see you next week
Sai 